Welcome to another India Independent Films podcast. This is Rahul Desai here. I have with me today my good friend and uh, fellow film critic Tanul Thakur. Uh, the agenda today, of course, is uh, Gunjan Saxena, uh, which we are going to get to in a couple of minutes. But uh, it's also a special episode because just an hour ago we found out the big news that that's the only thing India is talking about right now, which is MS Dhoni's retirement. I think we should talk about that before getting into the film. uh tanul your immediate reactions because i know very well both of us were kind of waiting for this day uh <clears throat> yeah i mean uh, it's obviously a mixed reaction uh i i mean truth be told i wanted him to retire uh, for quite some time yeah so uh in that sense i feel it's good i mean it would free up uh, an important spot in the team uh, which should go to the most deserving player in the country right now i mean ms was getting old and uh, and i mean uh, some of his recent performances which would be uh, which would include um uh, his performance in the last world cup uh, last year uh gave me an indication and honestly i had that indication for quite some time actually that uh, that it's time that if uh, that he should call it a day so i mean so that's that obviously i mean but it's also something else which we all know that yeah. i mean since his debut in 2004 i mean obviously india has never had a wicket keeper like ms thoni not nobody came even close you know he was our adam gilchrist and things like that and i just have i mean and the fact that i grew up in dhanbad jharkhand i saw his first uh, his proper innings which was his first fifth ODI against Pakistan in Vizag where he made 148 I saw that standing near a a, a pharmaceutical shop because I was studying in Bokaro I was away from my parents living in PG and things like that so I mean and just the fact that uh, for the first time properly I mean you have to discount uh, Saba Karim that a player from Jharkhand came on uh, on such a big stage and he was performing so obviously my first yeah. point of association is a bit of uh nativistic pride and uh, regional pride so to speak but i mean very quickly we all know i mean dhoni was i i mean he just very quickly came to be uh, symbolized as just one of the most promising indian cricketers that we had seen ever and then 2007 happened t20 world cup 2011 is stellar innings in the final and many 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 innings so obviously there is a lot of fondness i mean i wrote something <laughs> something silly on twitter that you know uh, like sachin he should have retired 2 years ago and it kind of just sounds that like you know i am uh, hosting a piss party but it's not i mean uh, you just can't deny what ms dhoni meant for uh, the indian team and for any sports uh, for any cricket lover any indian cricket lover just cricket lovers any cricket lover in general what he meant i mean the dude was a genius so i mean yes obviously it feels like an end of an era he was a one of the first cricketers i mean he obviously was a decade uh, older than sachin but we've all seen him play uh, like grown him uh, play evolve and just become one of one of the greatest wicket keepers that the game has ever seen so obviously it's a bit of both i mean you, what about you yeah he i mean for me obviously it's same as you i just felt he should have retired long back and it's natural during this sort of social media era to sort of get into this whole uh to adopt this whole dhoni hating identity which which didn't you know which had its reasons for the last few years and we been we knew this was going to happen and for me obviously dhoni came to symbolize so much more than cricket itself right like he as as is the case yeah. with so many uh, uh legends whether it be like you know uh whether it be in cinema or in cricket which are two of the biggest mediums in the country they become so much more than their craft and and you know uh, the thing about dhoni th- both the strength and the weakness about dhoni is that he sort of transcended uh, uh, the idea of uh, of an indian cricketer of a captain and that too technically in the era of sachin tendulkar when tendulkar was sort of uh, playing his last few years and uh, and he beca- he came to sort of symbolize the outsider in a way you know because i keep thinking of the film ikbal for some reason because Uh, hmm. even in that you know we it was our first uh, even though it was like sort of a simplistic gaze it was a first glimpse of cricket politics and the way the various states and the cricket uh, association sort of uh, work against the smaller states and the smaller uh, you know uh, players from 
you know not bombay or delhi or not city place and that was my first glimpse of how uh, say a bcci would be working or how uh, the cricket structure in this country would be working so i keep thinking of that film and i think of the rise of dhoni also because you know uh, about choosing which state to represent and and then sort of making it from a small town and then you know uh, uh, coming to represent that for the next 15 years he's not i mean of course he's one of india's greatest captains my personal favorite was ganguly but you know dhoni has had the most success and uh, you know it's easy to let the last few years sort of uh, kind of i don't know just dilute our ad- admiration for the guy because you know he has done so much uh, for the game and uh, but you know it's it's time because it should have happened a couple of years ago and the last world cup i'm i still maintain you know we could have sort of we were favorites for the last world cup our selections were just all over the place and one of those selections was also dhoni so uh, it's a bit of everything and i'm just glad he sort of stepped away with a, without a lot of fanfare uh, unlike you know other players ex players who demanded a last <laughs> test or who been given a last test i'm not slaying slaying anyone here but uh, it, it's who forced the country you know you know <laughs> i mean uh, i don't know it's weird to say but and i can't talk about uh, the sporting history but in cricketing history at least i think this is perhaps the first and the only instance of a country being treated as a booty call i mean what was that west indies <laughs> series it was a booty call for sachin's farewell i mean let's be honest so it was a bit weird as great as sachin was is and would always be you know uh, and uh, just furthering your last point uh, which is that of the second last point i suppose which is that <clears throat> i mean there is all obviously a lot of fondness for dhoni a lot of respect for dhoni a lot of i mean you have to be blind right i mean he started playing uh, representing india from uh, since 2004 it's what 2020 now so it's almost been around for 17 to 16 to 17 years say out of that even if you discount the last two years two two and a half to three years i mean you still have a solid career i mean you have uh, he's won us uh, the 2007 the 2011 uh, the champions trophy and things like that but mm. but coming back to your point i it 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 also was the case that when you're watching a player uh, who's not uh, who who's not performing to the level he we know he can and he has in the past then you are just reacting to that right i mean mm. I, in that case i don't think a, a good argument is that he's been just so great or you know mm. you you just keep uh, bringing up his averages or whatever i mean when you when a player is not performing you are talking about that and it, it it's it's just that you're not ignoring the context of his achievements or his greatness and things like that but something is not working you have to really question uh, that and i don't think indian media or even indian fans did that you know i mean after that disastrous match against england which was just terrible i mean you can't defend that right but you did not see or at least i i don't remember seeing a lot of say backlash as mm-hmm. to which was a little disappointing and then you end up becoming that sullen guy who's just saying that boss just can we keep a calm head about these things i think that's that's what happens obviously i mean at times you just like to troll and rile yeah. up fans as well because they are just so rabid that you are like you know fuck it but i mean yeah you my point is which is the same as yours and which would be the same of any cricket lover is that it's humanly impossible for anybody to deny what dhoni stood for you know mm-hmm. but that also doesn't mean that we don't or did not question him on things that did not quite work so i think both can exist at I the same time i think his set of fans uh, and you know i'm talking majority of his fans especially on social media were the worst set of cricket fans i've ever encountered in my life it's sort i'm of, sure that yeah 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 go on sorry no no so that's that's exactly that i just yeah. wanted to say that because it's just the dhoni fan especially the dhoni troll on social media is I mean, it's awful. it also dilutes our image of him in a way because sometimes we are responding yeah. only to those fans just for the heck of it to to sort of give give it back to them and in the process insulting Dhoni also. You know, any cricketer deserves a better set of fans and especially Dhoni, yeah. someone who is like I, literally won everything. 
and i think the problem is that with kohli's fan base as well which just yeah. ask which just compels me to wonder you know are we so fundamentally incapable of admiring our idols that we have to degenerate them to a level where we just have i mean uh, fandoms and we have fandoms who are not ready to, i mean it's a bit like bhakti right i mean say modi bhakti or any bhakti and that is really scary i mean you know when when you are just not willing to question somebody you really like or admire then you have a problem and indian fans have had this problem i mean you can see salman khan fans you can see i mean you know it's a bit like they give fandom a bad name which is not how it should be fandom is amazing and it can be a, a very pure distillation and ex- expression of admiration but in india more often than not it is really diluted you know uh, and uh, i won't be surprised and mumbai people don't come after me please i mean but like you know the intersection of people the demanding cbi inquiry for sushant singh rajput's death and the crazy rabbit fans of uh, ms dhoni i mean obviously no study has been done but i'm pretty sure that overlap is quite high you know and uh, it's so that's what you have it you know i mean it's it's a bit of that as well yeah i guess so i mean all just to sort of think about the cricketer alone without the legacy my uh, the first time i sort of saw dhoni live was in 2005 when he was at the peak of his uh, rockstar popularity with that long hair and uh, yeah. everything and i remember i watched a cricket match in ahmedabad it was india sri lanka and it was a series we won 6-1 and dravid was the captain this was during ganguly's down phase and dhoni was on the up and uh, the crowd went crazy i've never heard the crowd not even for tendulkar when dhoni walked out and he got out first ball lbw to murli taran and oh, uh, shit. That, that pretty much uh, sort of set the tone for my following of dhoni's career because you know i've always admired uh, what he stood for and the way he's played his cricket especially the fact that he became this master chaser for like a major part of his career but i tend to remember his failures a little more than a normal sort of cricket follower should be but yeah that was That's... pretty much the first time i saw him live and yeah i watched a lot of dhoni innings after that but that's the memory that just is seared into my brain for some reason i imagine and that was also the series if i remember correctly where he made 183 against sri lanka in jaipur and yeah. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was not i mean i just remember being in front of the tv dhoni was promoted and i was like theek hai we have seen him uh, make 148 perhaps he made yeah. another century i don't quite remember but this 183 was just nuts you you just wanted to tell dhoni that behave yourself you are a wicket keeper you know yeah, and never uh, wicket keepers behave like this like it was so unindian yeah. Way. And, I mean, for uh, us, nine nine mongya with his four square bat and uh, his thirty of thirty five was enough for us, you know. Yeah. Jawagal Shrinath was promoted as a pinch hitter, so it was yeah. huge. I mean, for me, it just felt incredible. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, now that uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll have a couple of weeks for to let this uh, news sink in, and by the time it sinks in, the IPL is going to start, and Dhoni is going to be playing all over again. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so let's move on to the film we are going to talk about uh, today. Uh, the film is Gunjan Saxena, the Kargil Word uh, Girl, which uh, stars Janvi Kapoor. And uh, yeah, the Dharma film that released on Wednesday. Tanul, um, I think I like the film a little more than you, but let's start with yeah. you know your feelings uh, and what exactly. And you know, obviously, we are going to talk. I am very interested to know a lot of other opinions about uh, the casting mm. of Janvi. pure in this film yeah uh, so i will first start with my overall impression of the film uh, i thought it was somewhere in between middling and good uh, mm. i really liked the way it started and uh, i i can't say i was expecting a lot from this film to be really honest i mean obviously as critics and things like that mm. you are supposed to be as quote and quote uh, objective about a film so i mean i was as objective or as whatever in my head but i mean you are uh, conditioned to see films uh, i mean just have some kind of expectations even subconsciously so i thought let's see how it goes but uh, was i 
very thrilled and things like that i wasn't i hadn't seen the trailer again i must tell you i must say that but i i was like okay i mean let's let's see what this has in store but i was quite surprised i mean pleasantly surprised uh, for the first hour or so i suppose and uh, it just started on the right note for me just very carefully and clearly uh, defining uh, ambition uh, of a protagonist something that doesn't happen quite a lot bollywood films usually don't care for you know driven protagonists and things like that career is almost seen whether you are a male or a female a little more if you are uh, uh, if you are female but definitely happens uh, to male protagonists as well that sure career and all that is fine the film uh, often tries to uh, is often implying but what you really need to care for is a human angle to your life which i mean i'm not disputing that people in real life don't have such expectations and things like that but when you see films after films after films just following the same log line you sometimes also get exasperated that boss try to do something with this you know and it's also not true that everybody must feel uh, the same way or every life of a super successful person uh, has to be uh, uh has to unfold in 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 such a unidimensional way so i i i quite like that i quite like the fact that there was no romance i quite like the fact that there was no hero at all you know and the film was pretty uh chill and comfortable about uh uh its goal and what it wanted to show the father daughter relationship was i i thought it was a very clever choice uh to pivot uh this film around and uh, uh pankaj tripathi's casting choice was excellent i mean he was excellent obviously and uh, the fact that we have seen so much of pankaj tripathi that sometimes you wonder okay what new now but there you have it i mean it's just just incredibly gifted actor it keeps finding new ways to interpret a role and to just keep you engaged and to keep you engaged in a way that just makes you feel so good pankaj tripathi is brilliant uh, so that was really good i was quite uh, impressed by uh, it's very interesting take on nationalism you know the fact is that set in uh, kargil war a part of it in 1999 uh, the the mood of the nation has been such especially in uh, the mainstream film industry that i mean adopting or paying uh, lip service or just you know waving your jingoistic credentials doesn't hurt you and why not go that path and so many films do right and men men several of them in very overt propaganda stones so it was quite interesting to see this film being pretty cool and level headed about its definition of nationalism and or about patriotism and just centering all of it to the story of an individual and uh, what obstacles she uh 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 usually encounters especially uh, in gunjan saxena's case a uh, a uh, heavily sexist work environment so so those things i i i quite liked and uh, so that was my uh, so th- those are the things that worked for me uh, i would say uh, how how about you what did you uh, uh, what were some uh, 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 some of the things that you quite liked or i mean more than I that mean, for that what you mentioned basically like the i mean obviously the standout thing is the way they treat nationalism and also the way they treat the fact that her ambition isn't necessarily defined by her gender also you know it's not like she's going around yeah. throwing uh, throwing uh, uh, female empowerment or gender equality or any sort of like shakuntala devi for example you know she's not going around with a dialogue for every scene she's uh, she the fact that she just wants to fly uh is a very nice thing and the fact that she has a father uh who sort of understands that and and is very sort of cautious and level headed about that fact i like that the film trusts uh trusts its audience to understand that and and the that of course the best scene of the film is the where the father tells her that you know it's not about chess beating so that could be said about both patriotism and about you know uh about her gender and uh, and i sort of really liked that there was for once there was sort of a biopic that um really did, did not feel the need to uh, shove the fact that it is a biopic down our throat because i know it's called gunjan saxena the kargil girl but uh, but you know the kargil is more of an it's almost incidental to the uh, to the war war itself is an incidental uh, uh, part of the story it's about it's about her and just her ambition to be a pilot and i like that 
even though you know obviously a bit of some scenes that feature the sexism at you know at her training and a couple of characters especially like a brother uh, which which is played by angad bedi i thought th- those were little too simplistic and there were obviously yeah. uh, few issues here and there but you know nothing uh, so much especially given the standards we have for indian biopics i thought this really reacted in a good way because uh, the fact that it did not sort of beat its chest about both patriotism and uh, both nationalism and gender is very much in tune with the era it was uh, it's supposed to represent right like the 80s late yeah. 80s and the 90s uh, back when films weren't really shoving uh, jingoism down our throat in the way it is now like in a glossy way and all of course there were war films like border and a lot of other films but you know uh, all this was pretty sort of normal and subdued uh you know even back then and the fact that uh, that's why i understood why the brother had to be part of the film because he was that element uh, he, he was that element because the film didn't have a villain he was probably the closest to it apart from you know her workplace uh, colleagues and all and i didn't like the way uh, uh, very talented actors like say vinith kumar singh was used uh, you know it, yeah. They're, yeah they're, that was- i mean it's the first time we've seen him wasted and it annoys me because yeah. he's so much he's such a good actor like as good as you know pankaj tripathi is on his day even vinith kumar singh even though he's younger he can he's really a very good actor yeah. and i don't think a lot of films are using him smartly i really like manav vij though even though he had a very short role as that yeah. commanding officer gunjan i thought he was very brisk and to the point and i loved that the film didn't bring back any of the men uh, that helped her towards the end like the father did not become the primary figure at any point of time uh, neither did manav vij even though manav vij trained her and had he was the only guy who trusted her uh, eventually and sort of helped her uh, through the whole training thing so i liked all these things and i liked that the film uh, uh, corrected a lot of mistakes that most biopics made but you know i'm i'm actually very curious to know uh, about you know what you think and a lot of people seem to have a lot of strong opinions about janvi kapoor as Uh, uh the you know as gunjan saxena so what were your reactions and what what are your impressions about that so i thought she was on the whole decent uh mm. <clears throat> the fact that i mean what was impressive to me was that she was able to carry and 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 especially the fact that she had quite a few scenes with pankaj tripathi who just plays a very understated uh calm and sort of a relaxed role here i thought uh, janvi kapoor was quite impressive in in scenes that were light in scenes uh, in in quieter moments uh, in scenes that uh, <clears throat> which had a lot of dramatic import but not through on uh, not not through on the surface melodramatic scene chewing acting i thought she was quite good in that in a few scenes where she had to own the whole thing i mm. wasn't quite convinced uh, mm. so for me it was it was bit of but but the fact that those really scene chewing things uh, were were not the high point of her role it wasn't written like that and i thought that was a clever choice uh, not just in terms of perhaps keeping janvi kapoor's acting abilities to the point we have seen in mind or just the fact that they just wanted to write a different kind of a character so on both uh, fronts i don't know the reason obviously mm-hmm. uh, it was good and and i thought janvi kapoor was not a problem for me i thought i quite enjoyed her performance could it have been better sure uh, was it shoddy no uh, what, what was your take <clears throat> i i actually thought the casting was very smart you know I, like you i didn't watch the trailer so i had no preconceived yeah. notion going into the film but you know her performance in a way at least the way it was used in this film uh, reminded me a lot of alia bhat's performance in highway because it was alia bhat second film too okay and it was yeah. uh, when when a lot of people did not expect alia bhat to act after student of the year which was you know as we know it was just a showcase so I'll, the fact i love the fact that a film like this also weaponized our perception of these targets you know because we do have this perception that most of the time it's true that you know they come from a sort of privileged background and these films put them in situations where their privilege shows okay and where yeah. their 
uh, where their discomfort shows and that fragility that that sort of uh, uh, the fact that uh, you know even gunjan saxena uh, to an extent does not expect the kind of challenges that she is faced with because she has been protected by her father uh, very sort of not in a bad way but she has been protected most of her life and he has uh, even though he ha- and i like the fact that they never went into her colleges or her childhood like a lot of biopics tend to do for no reason whatsoever so i like the fact that uh, the film really uh, you know used that perception because in a way it's like it's also like janvi kapoor uh, us not expecting her uh, to you know uh, do an author backed role like this and her somewhat succeeding in a way and that adds to our uh, reading of her performance too because that that was exactly what i came away with that's why i was so impressed with highway when i saw it because most of our um, most of our admiration for that film also came out of shock you know that the fact that what the hell this girl can really act you know and uh, and the fact that a director absolutely put trust that's that's why that film also put a rich delhi kid in a journey she did not expect like through himachal and with a bunch of kidnappers and with a bunch of you know rowdies for and and her privilege was supposed to show throughout and i thought even though this performance wasn't as successful in that tone uh, uh, where you know we don't see her like just thrown into a pool of deep water uh, it did uh, come out in a way in a lot of scenes for me you know especially the uh, the training scenes where the sexism where, where especially that outburst scene which a lot of people say her performance fell short where she tells her nakli mardangi where, where she tells the men at uh, after you know they sort of taunt her throughout uh, i thought that that felt pretty organic to uh, the film and to her performance because she was quite restrained till then and i uh, also think i mentioned in my review uh, and it stood out for me that uh, the fact that uh, janvi kapoor was playing gunjan saxena in a way i found you know them mirroring each other uh, in many ways because you know Gunjan also came from an army family where her father uh, was a colonel her brothers in the army and Janvi too comes from a sort of a bollywood family and acting family and both of them are trying to establish their own legacies without ste- stepping away from the family legacies in a way and i thought that added to at least for those who those of us who wanted to uh, uh, wanted started to like the film and wanted to read uh, slightly deeper into the film i thought that added to uh, our uh, you know our reading of the film or our uh, pleasure or displeasure of the film and uh, as i mentioned you know like i, I didn't really find any false notes uh, with the performance because you know it's really uh, I, whereas i did see her fall short you know in dhadak and uh, especially because that film felt like more uh, of just uh, uh, like a student of a year in a way but you know uh, in a different sense but yeah i mean overall i was pretty pleased and as surprised as i was with her performance as i was uh, with alia bhats like 6 or 7 years ago and I, you know i hope she does test herself even down the line because you know gunjan saxena as much as some of us liked it uh, it was also a very simple and clean film and i also feel like the biopic bar is so low right now that uh, even a film that does the basics right is bound to sort of yeah. get an option out of us and i think that has uh, that has happened to an extent also because it just came on the back of shakuntala devi uh, but yeah i mean for now i'll take it yeah i mean it's uh, the point about standards being low and expectations being constantly recalibrated is absolutely bang on i mean there is just no point uh, i mean uh, escaping that you know uh, <clears throat> and 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 the fact that given the standard is the way it is it i would also think that perhaps it's also not correct to give films that say do the basics right because so many films don't and you know just to say that oh, oh this is basics but again that that's when the context matters right you have to see what this film is doing uh, that many films don't uh, including uh, many films from the same production house uh, to be very honest you know so so that's that's there and 
although that is not to say that gunjan saxena isn't uh, doesn't do a good mm-hmm. job of what it does but it's uh, that said though you also have to keep in mind that we are really dealing with i mean uh, low standards here so so i mean again it's 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 a bit of both uh, both things uh, uh, exist and uh, yeah and and you can uh, only hope that you know the kind of victories that uh, gunjan saxena has uh, has taken for itself other films from uh, like from similar slates other mainstream uh, films uh, that are going to be biopics take leads from it you know take clues from it and uh, you hope that that happens although i mean so yeah the, and and you can't really run away from the cynicism that has also seeped in ourselves i mean that's something at least i try to uh be conscious of because uh it's it's uh, reviewing and watching and reviewing a film is also a week to week thing you're you are yourself on a journey yeah. with respect to your expectations and how films fare uh, uh uh on that so and and you know when i watched that scene uh the much talked about scene uh, uh between pankaj tripathi and janvi kapoor uh, centered on uh, nationalism uh mm-hmm. in a much better uh, industry or an industry that uh, was known for producing uh, whose average of uh, good films yeah. or decent films was more than what we have in bollywood uh that scene would have been you would have been okay with it or you would have been borderline uh, uh, pleased yeah. with it but this <laughs> that scene uh, unfolds as a revelation and i was genuinely very happy that scene made me happy yeah. and and also because you are not uh, without your, the context of the country and the film industry on which you write on right i mean uh, mm. the fact that i'm sure many of us were glad that that scene was there because we are just not used to such scenes and yeah. the fact that that scene was done well it was written well it was performed well and the fact that all of that made sense in the overall a uh, context of both the character and the story which is why it just felt so wholly satisfying in 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 many ways so mm. so that's that but as you said uh, there are good reasons to hope that gunjan saxena is a good beginning i mean i don't mm. think we can track uh, i don't know like uh, with respect to if, say if this movie uh, released in a theater by now people would have been talking about say the first weekend collections and things yeah. like that Then, so there is no way i mean uh, uh, or as simple or as publicized as the main, uh, as the theater way uh, to know uh, how many people watched it on netflix or or you know what's the what's the eyeballs like and footfall so to speak like uh, yeah. but just the fact that it has more or less gotten a positive response from critics across mm. is a good sign and the fact that you know other films can 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 take solace from and especially when more and more films release on streaming platforms i, mm. I think this film sets a good example yeah i feel like the conversation then the given that these films are releasing on streaming platforms i feel like the conversation now at least centers around only the film itself right without worrying about uh, how well it's doing or how badly it's doing now people will talk yeah. only about whether they liked or disliked the film you know there yeah. uh, uh, and that's that's a good thing that's i've been noticing since gulabo sitabo because obviously that that's was the first big film to release on a streaming platform and now i'm seeing that people are uh, just you know not really and this includes all, everyone you know all dimensions of whether trade analysts or whether like you know critics or normal people like it's just i, I like the fact that now we are only uh sort of the discourse is much purer in a way because streaming platforms there no way to know if it's successful as you said and uh, uh, of course we can just assume everyone's watching a film to give an opinion about the film whether it's uh, liking or disliking and also uh, that that that's a very good point about that scene you mentioned the table scene dining table scene between both of them that in any other industry it would have been par for the course you know we wouldn't have reacted like this the fact yeah. that we have over the years been subjected to so much jingoism and chess beating bullshit and so many akshay kumar <laughs> yeah. films and so many and you know I, even as you said same production houses other production houses so it's not like suddenly dharma is turning over a new page or suddenly like bollywood is turning over a new page but it's just the fact that we are now celebrating something so 
something so normal and sensible that should be common yeah. sense thought about exactly. the times we are yeah. living in you know it, it says so much about not just bollywood it just says so much about the times we are living in because as we know bollywood yeah. is a direct it directly react to uh, reacts to the political establishment these days and most of the yeah. films are made to sort of uh, to you know uh, uh, agree with the establishment so it, it's nice in a way that you know it feels like a beginning in a sense and i ho- i do hope more biopics sort of take the cue but uh, what did you make of um, the 90s bollywood references in the film because dharma <laughs> tends to do a lot of that right Uh, you know that whole homage thing, yeah. the ode to uh, the, that whole self-referential, self-self-reverential <laughs> at the same time, uh, that spoof parody. So <laughs> and Sharma has overdone it. Yashraj has overdone it over the years. So, uh, but what did you make of that in this film? So, uh, yeah, I mean, Sharma obviously uh, does that a lot, so much so that they have made entire movies uh yeah, just on this i hate love stories is an is an example and yeah. as much as you quite like and and there are many examples and there are cross references there are i mean uh meta ness to the whole thing it's not just dharma it's obviously as you mentioned yashra it just it extends to other uh uh filmmakers and production houses as well but uh yeah. definitely dharma and yrf because they are uh the two biggest players and obviously i mean uh, and dharma has made enough references to karan johar films and all of that in that in this film there is no karan johar film reference because i mean kuch kuch hota hai came in 98 and kargil war was in 99 and, and most of the film is set in you know a, a, a non karan johar or almost a quasi non dharma era so yeah. i quite yeah. like some of the reference i i i won't say that it landed so well for me that i i that it made me sit up and and go all like aha this was interesting or this was well done i did not mind them one bit uh, and nostalgia uh, uh, tends to be that way at times but other than that and, and and you could see that they they appear as interesting chronological signages as markers yeah. And, yeah. and 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 things like that i did, i i enjoyed them but i i i i won't say that i made a lot out of them in terms of uh, i mean they, I, i won't say uh, i would say that they did not have a lasting impact on me uh, and i did not mind them either so that was my uh, take away nothing nothing too profound or nothing too layered or deep uh, yeah, it was I, just one of yeah, what same. what was I, what, yeah i just feel like it did a you know it was there Uh, it didn't really sort of stand out it but it did a very good job very subconsciously of establishing yeah uh, the decade as you said the chronological uh, this see we aren't used to a lot of like 90s bollywood references just randomly like passing by and it helped establish yeah. gunjan saxena as an ordinary girl you know the fact yeah. that she wasn't already uh, aspiring to be to be great you know in a way of saying uh, not to be like A, a legend already and so many biopics have that problem right like uh, they yeah. they sort of present their subjects like that like they already know that they are going to be great and gunjan saxena the, the fact that these bollywood references just sort of whether it's her in the interview or whether she's dancing in that party in the beginning it, it just establishes her and like uh, as a very normal girl who just wants to be a pilot and that uh, yeah so so in that sense uh, i was quite surprised that dharma sort of downplayed uh, that aspect of uh, storytelling and uh, yeah, yeah it as as with most things in the film it came as a pleasant uh, uh, surprise even to me yeah i also like before we sort of uh, you know wrap uh, i think we should definitely i know you address pankaj tripathi and i didn't get an opportunity to address a lot of Uh, address him specifically, or uh, you know, or extensively mm, yeah. in my review, because that tends to happen. You don't tend to write about performances when yeah. the film is good itself. And I just want to say the same thing that you said, because he's just a gift that keeps on giving. Because uh, whether he's doing good films or bad films, there's there's always such an overt sense of awareness about what he's doing, about his characters, the way he uses his eyebrows here in this film, or the way he just uses his 
sort of that very playful chemistry with his daughter without really pissing off his wife and even though he says in that scene in the kitchen he tells his daughter and that was the only uh, borderline melodramatic dialogue baji we saw in this yeah. film where he's telling her that you know uh, the, you know do Why this your yeah. yeah if you do this both of us will fail you need to do this for both of us and and then you know that aloo paratha scene the paratha scene okay, you don't know how to make it and yeah. then he in that there's this fleeting reference to his wife that even i wanted her uh, to sort of uh, yeah. be this way but she you know did what she only learned at her own house like which is uh, basically working in the kitchen and and even though he says that the i like the film that never really antagonizes the wife too you know it respects the wife at the same level because in the end she also has a redeeming scene in the end where she just walks away after taunting the neighbor who's sitting and watching the cargill coverage uh, yeah. so you know the, the fact that he respects the wife but also regrets the fact that she uh, uh, didn't turn out to be uh, the way he's made his daughter to be and that's why that's probably why he wants his daughter to be a certain way i love the fact that he brought so much nuance uh, to the role i don't think any other uh, actor today is sort of capable of that absolutely and i think with pankaj tripathi a feeling that i get and again i mean to use a cricket analogy is that uh, he's an actor who always looks in the zone you know mm-hmm. always i don't know how he does it and you know and i use in the zone uh, quite specifically because i just don't mean that you know um, somebody whose output is just good uh, that you know that he will plant his front foot forward and you know take that gap between cover and extra cover and hit that ball for a four you know that even before that four is uh, driven that shot is driven you know that it will go for a four and you will you know that it goes uh, it will go in a manner that this batsman intended to same with pankaj tripathi you just look at him and he just looks so much in control all the time obviously the kind of roles that he also often gets is that of an unhurried calm guy seemingly calm guy who's just up to i mean a- any number of things right whether he's this destructive guru or whether is he i mean just a father or i mean just any of the roles that uh, most of the roles that he seems to play it's just he just looks so much at ease and and you often wonder at least i wonder that you know will filmmakers run out of that sense of zenness that mm. is not so common to many side uh, supporting actors uh, especially in mainstream hindi cinema i mean zenness yeah. and mainstream hindi cinema don't quite compute you know and pankaj tripathi does quite a lot of mainstream cinema and he's excellent so yeah. you know like the same problem that was there and continues to be with nawaz as great mm. as he is we know that uh, filmmakers are struggling to give him good roles and the yeah. fact that if you see nawaz in the role of a rowdy gangster again or in in the role of a gangster again you know your first feeling is going to be i mean really you know and nawaz is great but so i sometimes i feel would tripathi uh, pankaj tripathi also hit a ceiling not because of him but because of uh, because of uh, the kind of industry he is in i often feel that bollywood or mainstream cinema just uh, due to the way it is has just not been very conducive to people who have been incredibly talented say, say somebody like tabu you know yeah. i mean people oh. whose talents whose intense acting talents uh, have no bounds uh, mm. but they also operate in a certain kind of a scene or, or i mean uh, they are really very good at that bollywood doesn't have a lot of that in its you know chest of treasures or things like that but mm. for some reason pankaj tripathi i don't know he is just yeah. uh, just one of the finest actors you have around and i know it's just i'm repeating stuff but uh, but even in gunjan saxena is not just a possible kind of a figure he's really good in it and uh, and you wonder till how long this will last but remember i mean newton was 17 september and before yeah. newton pankaj pankaj tripathi has been had been acing for quite some time for several years now now we are in 2020 august you know and this guy is just going great guns 
and it's great to see yeah that's that's actually a lovely point about you know him being the face of tranquility and uh, inherently being at odds with mainstream hindi cinema because as we know it's anything but tranquil uh, and that but, pays, you know, yeah i'll just add one point that pays such rich dividends i mean look at this guy in 3 for example yeah. i mean it's not <laughs> yeah. or even say 42 or even in films where you are like you know the the film may not be working but this guy comes and suddenly you know how good batsmen come and the pitch starts to behave differently as they say yeah. right i mean yeah. this pankaj party has a similar kind of an effect and i just have a i mean this makes me realize that it would be a fun exercise to see and we know how great say nawaz is how great irfan was i mean it would be very interesting comparison given that all these three actors obviously have or had different acting strengths and versatilities and different kinds of films but given the fact that uh, pankaj tripathi uh, made a splash in gangs of vasapur and that was 2012 yeah. we are almost talking about 8 plus years of active impressive work uh, mm. he has a very rich body of work i mean it'll be very very interesting for me uh, to see the kind of uh, not just the achievements of pankaj tripathi which which is just quite stellar i mean uh, mm-hmm. just on a film to film role to role basis forget the film he was in even 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 though th- those were not bad but it would be very interesting to see his vocabulary of acting and how he sort of sustained because it on the surface is very different from the kinds of any most uh, mainstream bollywood actors have uh, performed because there was no space pankaj tripathi it seems has just managed to create some kind of a magical space or it was given to him both combination of both things either way it has just been pretty spell binding to uh, uh, to watch it's been very impressive you know i feel i feel like the, there's a reason like the, there's probably a difference between him and nawaz in that sense because you know nawaz is still in the hero phase of his career if you look at it and he's still yeah. uh, sort of now a lead actor so it, you know it's more natural for filmmakers to run out of roles or ideas for those for that particular group of people but now pankaj tripathi has already entered public subconscious as yeah. uh, an older character as a father or as a as an uncle or as a, an older man in general so and you know he isn't that old but the fact that he is already yeah. slated in a particular age category i feel like will do him great because as we know most of these stars that uh, that then have long careers especially the male stars have long careers they become actors towards the end of their careers when there's more diversity in their roles and and when filmmakers start to use them uh, for their age and for the acting and for the depth they bring or the wisdom or the experience they bring and uh, pankaj chapati has entered bollywood with that experience and with that age so his innings starts only with that and that's why tabu is such a good example because the reason we know now she is so great is because she's entered a certain age bracket where filmmakers are now starting to learn how to uh, uh, how to use her and how to use her uh, glances and her silences and her uh, you know her sort of very her expressions which which are obviously 90s bollywood failed tremendously to do so uh, i feel like you know in that sense he has an advantage that we never knew what the young pankaj tripathi acted like in a way maybe except for in theater and in uh, in wherever he did act but uh, yeah i i feel like filmmakers will not probably run out of uh, ways to use him as they might say run out of ways to use an ayushman kurana or a rajkumar rao which is already happening in a way and uh, you know even nawaz uh, for that matter absolutely and you know uh, the point about uh... him being an older actor when he started to uh, being perceived as a one when he started to shine is uh, i absolutely agree with that and you know i think it's also interesting because <clears throat> we know that even in say a mainstream production you are not typically allowed to experiment too much with the uh, roles or say the portrayals of the hero or the heroine or a really prominent character in the movie but the thing is even in such a film you can experiment with the depiction of a supporting character and that has started mm-hmm. to happen uh, and it started to have we've witnessed that sort of a change over the last several years and when you get somebody like pankaj tripathi to play that role it 
it really pops out i mean as audiences we are very obviously able to see what a huge benefit what a huge uh uh how much of an impact a supporting character can have so in a sense uh pankaj tripathi has been quite instrumental in just dignifying and, and elevating uh the status of supporting characters themselves uh yeah. you know i mean uh now now you can be a supporting character and when people walk out of the movie they will not be talking about the hero they will not be talking about the heroine and there's a really good chance that they would be talking about the supporting character i think that is the genius of uh, pankaj tripathi and the fact that he's kind of i mean it, it really doesn't happen a lot in mainstream hindi cinema that uh, a supporting character can has the ability to make the protagonist of the film almost peripheral that is yeah. huge yeah, i mean obviously no study or anything has been done and this is all very empirical and uh, and personal but uh, but i think many serious lovers of cinema i hope would attest to that and uh, it just goes to show and this again i mean every film every performance anything is a signal both to the audience and to the makers the writers the the filmmakers the producers that there is a scope for something like this that this can also exist that this is also legit i mean yeah. it's it's pretty phenomenal uh, the contribution of pankaj tripathi to hindi cinema in that regard obviously i don't mean to say that he is alone in that i mean you've had to have like filmmakers who made that possible writers i mean mm. other uh, other really good supporting actors as well this uh, changing uh, shift in the tones of the story that some bollywood filmmakers have made and things like that obviously all of that all, all of them matter but man pankaj tripathi has really turned this shit around and it's been great great to watch yeah on that very hopeful and glorious note i think it's a good time to uh, end the podcast i love that it started with dhoni and ended with pankaj tripathi uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah uh, thanks a lot tanul for uh, joining me and uh, yeah we'll get back together soon maybe to talk about another good film definitely